Hello, and welcome to Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. We're in season two of this podcast, and we're going to do things a little bit differently. And as many of you know, I'm currently working on my dissertation with Arizona State University. So this season is actually going to be part of my research design. And what that means is this podcast is going to be used more so as a reflective piece from beginning to end of an entire design and development process. So each podcast will be a week-long amount of reflections, and I'm really excited to share this with you. Let's get started. April 1st, 2022. We are deep into the development phase of the process. This means the majority of my time is being spent taking the plan created from the Active Learning Course Planning Map and creating the course in our learning management system, Canvas. This is often a high stress time and the semester is no different. While the majority of the work is done through the design phase, there are many components of the development phase that makes it extremely time consuming. First, I have to import our course template that contains a generic homepage along with a start here module that contains important course information, instructor introductions, and grading information. I then tailor this information to the specific course that is being built and its course syllabus. Once the introductory components are completed, I create the entire structure of the course to make sure that there's a consistent experience for students. This includes making modules, creating learning guide pages, and creating assessments. This often takes many hours for each course. Reflecting on time commitment, the design phase is a much heavier lift for the subject matter expert, while the development phase is very busy for the instructional designer. The longer the design phase takes, the less time the ID has for development, which can be quite stressful. It is always important to remember, as an ID, that it will always work out and to just put your best faith effort forward. During this time, I am also proactively making content accessible. For example, many PowerPoints that are used in face-to-face courses can be and should be converted into a Canvas page and or a Word document. These two modalities are much more accessible for students than PowerPoints and also ensure that all students have access to the course instructional materials. Reflection Recap What was my greatest success this week? keeping all of the courses straight. During crunch time, it is easy to forget where I am as I make progress with each individual course. I've been making strides to ensure that each missing component of the course is being recorded to remind myself and the SME, or the subject matter expert, that we must go back and complete that piece before course completion. What was my greatest challenge this week? Since we're getting close to the end of the semester, it's easy to get bogged down by the courses that are not completed yet or that are still in the design phase. To help with this, I began building a course based on the current format and the content given so far by the subject matter expert. I was then able to present this to the SME and get feedback. This allowed progress to be made while also ensuring that the course was going in the right direction. How did using the Active Learning Course Planning Map impact the course design and development process this week? The level of detail with the Active Learning Course Planning Map has made creating the course assessments much easier. 
I've been able to see the big picture, but also drill down to the details to copy and paste these into the respective assignments in Canvas. How did using the Active Learning Course Planning Map differ this week from previous iterations of the course design and development cohorts without the tool? By seeing the level of engagement for each assignment, I'm easily able to compare the tool that is being used and the instructions the SPE has given me to ensure that there's alignment amongst all of the components of the course. This is a great second reflection as I move to creating the course. Thank you for joining Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. I really hope this episode has helped you get into the mind of an instructional designer as I go through an entire design and development process. See you next time.